You know when I always try to catch you out? You do? It not... No, I know I am doing it, but can you not see that it is recorded? Yeah, but when I'm in the moment having a conversation, I don't always notice that straight away. All right. Okay. What you're doing now, obviously. I am. I am. You have to get up early to catch me out, but obviously I don't get up early enough because you've called me out every podcast so far. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Dad. Welcome to the first It's In The Jeans podcast of 2021, a podcast by us at The Digital Gene. My name is Declan. And I'm Sharon. It's like, is she going to introduce herself? And we're a mum and son duo and directors from The Digital Gene. Today we'll be having a bit of a catch up, but then we'll get into some um, topics of discussion, including Primark's refusal to embrace online, Donald Trump's permanent suspension on Twitter, the CES, the CES Tech, tech I can't speak, Tech Expo, um, and what came from that, which I thought was quite interesting, was Smart Pillows. Um, and then you've put one on Google My Business. Mm-hmm. What a boring thing to have added. God, when <laughs> I said you had something, I didn't mean, like, bore the living daylights out of us. <laughs> bore the living daylights out of our... Well, we go from Primark, Donald Trump, a really exciting tech expo, to Google My Bids. Bring you back down to earth, basically. I know, but if I'd have brought a topic like that, you'd have gone, what's that? Well, you already had my topic in, which was Primark, so that's the one I brought to the table, but you beat me to it when I looked at the show notes. Okay, okay. Right, so... (coughs) We're recording on the 15th of Jan. We haven't had an episode... We didn't... Last time we recorded was before Christmas, which genuinely feels like about three months ago. Three millennia ago, (laughs) what it feels like. So we're in lockdown 3.0. In the first week, when was that announced? On the 4th. I came back to Leeds, attempted, well, I think it gives them too much credit to call it a coup in America, but... Or everything, and it it this first two weeks of January, I just think of going so 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 slow. Really, I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't. We had this discussion last week. Do. I don't. I do. No. <laughs> I, I've told you. I've told you my opinion on time. It's fast, slow, fast, slow. Yeah, but Mum, I've only been back in Leeds two weeks tomorrow. Yes. This is this is the fast slow fast slow new time thingy, right? When you look when you look back at things that have happened, it feels forever ago, like the Trump thing, yeah. Yeah. But my days actually, for me anyway, I, I, I've seen quite a few people talking on on Instagram today that they've been bored out of their mind this week, um, and I'm like. Well, and I actually tweeted yesterday that I am so grateful for my work at this time because, you know, being busy again straight right back from the holiday, I think keeps me sane because if I was, you know, I've got no kids to homeschool, no dog to walk. Um, if I didn't have my work, I just, I, I dread to think what you'd all be going through. Because of me at the minute. <laughs> well, I wouldn't because I'm not there. So you'd still be getting the backlash, wouldn't you? Horribly. When we yeah. have when we have the family Zoom tonight, that's that's all. If I wasn't in such a good place, you'd be getting all the woes me on that, wouldn't you? I'm bored. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you're not- to, see. I've said this before. I, I like going places and I like going out, but I also like being at home. And but you're completely the opposite. You're only in your twenties. You live for the weekend going out. Mm. You know, you're you're of course you're gonna be bored. I mean you've got work which is keeping us really busy again, like I said, but aside from that, all the other things that you normally enjoy are outside for you. Mm. 
I know I work. That's one thing. Work is keeping me busy, but it is just like it. It's it's the lack of variety. It's just like you get up, work, <laughs> walk twelve steps to my kitchen table, like eat, work. But, uh, well, I know, like, I know that you're proud of me because you said before you left, didn't you, after the holiday, that you wanted me to start introducing some exercise into my daily routine. And strangely enough, like most of the time, your dad always says, oh, you know, she'll only do it for herself when she's ready. But strangely enough, that must have, I don't know whether it was the day you said it or the way you said it or what, but like I've done this week, I did two hit sessions last week, and I've done three this week. Good going. What is happening to me? You've done more hit sessions than me this week so far. And the great thing is that your dad, for for the benefit of the listeners, your dad retired from his um, thirty year job, didn't he? At, on the eighteenth of December, so he's at home at the moment. He's not staying at home, um, but he is at home. Yeah, hey. Are you kicking him out? Like he's too young to fully retire, isn't he? But we won't go into that. We've we've had that conversation enough. We've done it to death in the family. Um, but your dad's at home, and I asked him to make me accountable. And you know what a sergeant major he is, exercise freak right. he is. You know the complete opposite to me normally. That's, they say opposites attract, don't they? That may be why we've been together all these years. <laughs> um. I'm a sloth, and what's he? What would you say he is in the animal kingdom? Um, oh, no. A what? Cheetah. Oh, I wouldn't say not with his knees. No, not with his knees. Now, what animal? Anyway, whatever animal has dodgy yeah. knees. He's you know what? I'm just laughing at you. Like how you say you struggle. Like what? What to say on these podcasts? You're like you sat on your chair and you're just like in your element talking. I know that's the one thing I do miss is, I mean, obviously the comms that we use for work, we chat to each other all day long. But you know, when you actually get to have chance to have a full conversation with somebody, you said to me, "Oh, will you put something in the show notes so we know what we're talking about?" I was like, "Be fine, be fine." Once we start. And it's that, and then obviously when you sit down for dinner of an evening and then you start having the conversations with family, um, it's always fine, isn't it? And that's that's what I love about this podcast, that it's just our banter. You know, we happen, we're a mum and son, we happen to work together. But So basically we're touching on things a little bit about work and, you know, our take on what's going on in the world in which we work and, and everything else. That's why I love it. And that's why I need to take a breath. Oh, God, I thought there was something wrong with you then. No, no, I need to take a breath. Anyway, so getting back to it, your dad... Shall I just leave? Isn't it a one-woman show? Oh, God, honestly. Um, So your dad is making me accountable. And as I said, you know what he's like. He should have been in the army. Yeah. Um, And this morning I said I didn't feel like doing one before I got to my desk. And he said, what about lunchtime? Oh, he's not letting me go, is he? Anyway. So you're aiming to do three in a week then? Yes. yes. And walk at the weekend? Walk at the weekend? Yeah. No? Well, that's... Oh, <laughs> I love that. that into it. Yeah, I, I probably will have a walk, but not far, because aren't they going to lock us in soon? No. I thought I'd heard that they were going to lock us in. What do you mean, lock us in? A curfew or something. Well, that's a curfew. Oh, we can bugger off. A curfew where you can only go out for your shopping or something. Right. Mm. Can we not not use the podcast to talk about the pandemic anymore? Yeah, I don't want to. I'm just saying that... um, I don't want to. Um, I'm just saying that... The little things that really get me through it last night. Last night, right, was one hour of pure joy. Like, the best TV show ever. RuPaul's Drag Race UK is the best thing we could possibly have right now. You can't understand that. You you messaged in the family WhatsApp group, didn't you? Say, no, Mum, I don't understand why you don't watch it. Well, we just, we watched most things. Like, yeah. 
We can, uh, your dad and I turned the TV down because we could hear your grandma absolutely howling upstairs. Oh, bless her. She loves it, doesn't she? Yeah. She's gone, will you get me it on iPlayer? Oh, it was just magical. Honestly, I've never known a show. I was literally grinning from ear to ear for an hour. Like, I, I need to watch it. Is it always that good? Just the UK ones, just amazing. Right. Right. Like, it makes me not even like, well, I do always like the American one, but just like how funny and because it's British humour and, and, oh, and RuPaul and Michelle just look like they're having the time of the life filming it as well. It's just so fun. British drag, just you can't beat it. And then also, so then I joked yesterday, like when that was over, I said, oh, I'm going to go into hibernation now till... Till next week. Till next week. But then I got up early this morning to watch the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first foray into television. So that's another thing. And then Servants back today. Well, obviously, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, is that on Apple TV? Yeah. Yeah, need to watch that because we really liked the first season, didn't we? Well, oh, we need Succession back, and now I'm happy. You oh, can just... Succession came back. Can you imagine? In, Happily locked in. That fine. would be my year if that came back. So for me, what's been getting me through uh, TV-wise is um, Discovery of Witches. Came back on Sky season two last Friday, and I think between Friday and Monday evening, I'd watched all ten episodes. Um, you can't beat a bit of, uh, the, and they're not; they're about forty minutes long. So you don't have to justify that you watch them all. No, you're right, especially when I'm doing hit sessions. I don't have to justify anything anymore. No, um, but if you like vampires, witches. Lust, sex. Uh, oh, is it root? Is it? Oh, is it? It's a bit sexy, yeah. There's a bit of rumpy pumpy oh, going on. Rumpy, who is that? Rumpy pumpy. Oh my god! <laughs> Sound like a nice dude. Um, grandma, right? Sorry, go on. Yeah, you. I've lost my flow there, and and obviously this time, this time, no spoiler alerts. But well, it is a spoiler alert. They've gone back in time. This oh. time. Um, so close your ears if you if you're listening and you and you're going to watch it. So they've gone back to the Tudor period. So for me, that's like even better because I love all that historic drama, costumes, oh, and magic, and um, yeah. And I'm going to give a little shout out to your friend Curtis when he listens to this because I know he likes our podcast. Um, me and him have been having chats about the shows that we love that are to do with things like this so he's watching it or actually he's finished it as well so we we were chatting backwards and forwards last night about what we thought of it um and he's given me another one to watch on amazon called the magicians and i'm he's told me about that before yeah so so yeah um that's kept me going um a, a mini docu series on netflix called surviving death Sounds sounds really uh you know if you if you want to be happy in January watch watch a docu series about surviving death, but actually it wasn't scary and it wasn't depressing. It was it, it says that um, how as a race at this point in time we have really desanitized death. No, not desanitized, sanitized it. Sorry, we've sanitized death so that we we hardly talk about it. Yeah, it's the one thing that's going to happen to every single one of us from the minute we're born. Um, mm-hmm. And I found it fascinating. And there was the very last episode, I think there was there was either four or six, I think there were six episodes. And the very last one was about reincarnation. Um, one of them was about seances, which actually I was watching in bed and your dad had fallen asleep and I actually went under the quilt a few times. <laughs> I was a bit scared. Um but they were talking about how seances were a thing sort of in the Victorian era. And yeah, seances, seances. People who were blagging it, trying to make money out of people's emotions, you know, wanting to be in touch with their loved ones. Um, and then Still the, happens now. Hey? Still happens now. Yeah, but I think that was a time at which when, when it sort of become, um, people were marketing themselves, you know, as, as you know, they could be, be in touch with the dead and the, the um, ectoplasm and all that sort of stuff. 
don't know what that is. And then the other interesting one, which I thought, again, the episode I thought was going to be scary, was about ghosts. Um, but it wasn't actually scary. It was saying that um, the vast majority of people see, in inverted commas, see ghosts when they're about to die. And it's usually their loved ones who've passed over. Uh, and some of some of the research that they've done about that was fascinating. And I know you can say, oh, it's all a load of cods wallop and, you know, but I actually did find it fascinating. I'm always really, as you know, really, really open-minded about stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was a good watch. And, of course, Miss Salt Lake City Housewives enjoying that at the minute. And then you sent me the YouTube trailer. Maybe it wasn't the YouTube YouTube trailer, but it was a trailer about the new Jersey ones coming back. And mm. all their lovers scrap them women, don't they? I was saying this to Emily, my flatmate. I was like, I think they're a bit rough, aren't they, Jersey? Yeah, they are a bit rough. They're a bit like um, the housewives of Cheshire here, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, a bit rough. Yeah. Um, so that, and I've been doing a yeah. bit of um, online shopping for our DIY projects that are going on in our Victoria. That was when, when I was home for Christmas and Dad was saying how every night, Declan, your mum, she just sits on um, <laughs> on ASOS every time. Then you were like, oh, I do, five o'clock every night when they come in. Oh, it's actually later. It's actually later because the new in stuff doesn't go on till later on now, I've found. And I literally just look at, you know what I do? I look at new in on ASOS. New in on H&M, new in on Zara, and, and I look on Next. Like, I was going to say I don't buy anything, but I actually do. But the biggest purchases at the minute have been um, to do with the house because obviously we're pressing on with our renovation projects this year, um, providing we can get the people that we need at some point to do the work and that we can also get the things that we order. I was like, I was looking back to the bed that we'd ordered for our bedroom, and I ordered that on the eighth of November, and it's not coming till the end of middle of March. It's a long time for a bed, isn't it? Yeah, it's like when you used to, <clears throat> when you used to order sofas years ago, and they used to oh, take months. Well, they still like that many of them. I um, we're all still like that. I thought things would be a lot faster these days. Well, because obviously they all come from China, don't they? Do they? Well, the vast majority, there's very, very little stuff like that made in this country. They come well, from European countries or China. So, of course, because of the pandemic, it's it's the supply chain, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. I think, Brexit, I think even though we did get a Brexit deal, I do think Brexit's slowing things down because mm. there's more, like, paperwork and red tape that they've got to do to get exports in. I just don't think people realised what that was going to do. You know what I can't understand? I can't understand how Northern Ireland is still in Europe. They're not. Thought they were. How are they? I'm sure I saw on the news that they they didn't they didn't come out with us. Well, I think they did. I've never heard that. They've got like the the deal. I think kept the border or kept no bot the same border because I don't really know a lot about the troubles but they said that if the if it brought a hard if a no deal had brought a hard border back on the island of Ireland it would have caused trouble yeah like they said it would have caused trouble obviously they didn't so I don't know if they've got like a customs arrangement going or something so it's easier for them to just trade across the border so are you Googling it? Is Ireland still in Europe? Sorry, I don't understand. Oh, my Google's gone off. Hey, Google. Stop. Hey, Google, shut up. Oh, I can't be bothered to Google. I'm not even interested, really. Oh. I just want <laughs> to the parcels can't come. Where's my parcels? I've got a new, um, that's my new home smart speaker in my bedroom. How did you get that? I got it free with the Spotify account that you pay for. (laughs) 
Have you have you frozen or something? I've told Dad at Christmas you guys have got one. Why do you need another one? Well, that's not the point. No, no, but we've had all this. That's not the point, Declan. I think you've brushed that under the carpet when you came home. You tell your dad these things. It's a £29 speaker. It's not like... You tell your dad these things, but you don't tell me. And what about the new family Spotify that we've just set up? Is there anything free coming with that? No, I don't think so. We were paying for your Spotify account all that time and you've got the free speaker. Yeah. I've paid for your Netflix. I pay for your Disney Plus. I pay for... Oh, Patrick pays for Amazon, but we all chip in. Yeah, we all chip in. It's a family thing. I'll let you off. I don't need a speaker. And I love it. I've been in my room. I go to her and I have to whisper, but I go like, oh, hey, Google. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey. (laughs) I'm going to bed. And she's like, right, what time do you want waking up in the morning? So I tell her. And then they play some. Then I've got it to play some like ocean sounds for me to go to sleep. Oh, you're find... really that lonely that you've got a relationship with Google like that. <laughs> I can't. And the thing is, as well, like I can't. I think people are weird who can go to sleep in silence. Well, I must be weird then. Why would you want to go to sleep in your own thoughts? No, well, I go to sleep in seconds. I oh, know you do. <laughs> and then in the morning, sleep <laughs> like. It's as if somebody, you know, when they hypnotise you and they go, when I click, you'll go to sleep. It's like that. Thank God, because the odd occasion in my life when my sleep is troubling me for some reason, uh-huh. it, it's it's horrendous. I don't know how people put up with it, but literally it's like sleep now. Uh-huh. And I'm off. I'm I've always been a good sleeper. Well, um. And then on the morning, the alarm goes off. And then I say, I'm up. And she says, morning. <laughs> this is what happened in history on this day, which I like. Oh, right. She said, tells me the weather for today and tomorrow. I don't know why she tells me tomorrow. And then she Did asks you me. planning anything? Yeah, yeah, well, and then she asks me if I'd like the news headlines as well. Oh, that's good of her. Nice, isn't it? Nice little relationship we've got going. You have, yeah. Yeah. I'm pleased for you. She sounds like a nice girl. (laughs) Shall we move on to some other topics? Yes, please do. Okay, well, I think we've discussed Primark before. Oh, it always comes up, always comes up. Well, obviously, they released another press release, was it yesterday or the day before, saying that they... Obviously, the situation's changed again because all the non-essential retail is closed. Um, but they've said they've got absolutely no plans to um, go online, discuss. Yeah, well, I know that um, you have, you commented about it on LinkedIn. You linked it in post a few times. Um, I just and I'm I commented today on your post, didn't I? That like I do feel, and you've always said all oh, the you know the infrastructure costs of, you know, the price point of what they sell and the returns and all of that type of thing. Um, and I've always said, well, they don't have to put the really cheap stuff on there. I mean, I know everything's cheap there, but the, you know they do have different prices. Like they can put like the nice, don't they? Do like nice women's jackets and coats, yeah, like the like fashion edits on, you know, like the edit of the week with the coat and the handbag and. Yeah, all of those things so that people can get the Primark fix, I guess. Um, I'm not a lover, so I don't know. Because they're not like I keep saying now, I think the high street's going to go to more more towards um, kind of experiences. Like, mm-hmm. and that post that I put on LinkedIn today, didn't I? I was like, it's not an experience, Primark, but it, yet yeah, it is the only shop really that still has queues out the door. Well, that's what I couldn't understand, you know, that when when the lockdown, um, when the lockdown ended, the main first lockdown, and we were able to go back to shops and like the queue. I mean, I didn't see because I never went back to the shops, but obviously the queues that were reported and it was on some of the news, wasn't it? Like queues round and round the blocks and the streets for people to get into Primark. Um, I'm in Leeds, we had to put like... um... Because obviously people were still queuing, so they needed to socially distance. But they put, like, 
those metal barriers mm-hmm. and made like a snake. Yeah, so if you were going to a nightclub or to see a, you know, a, a blockbuster movie or something. Yeah, or as if you were on like a theme park ride or something. Yeah, I just don't. I, I think. I think each time something happens, it's giving it's giving room for, you know, all these other um, retailers that do online so well to fill those spaces. And yeah. I think not having some sort of presence on there, um, I just think is a really a really short sighted move on their behalf. Um, the can say it before they won't be able to come back from it. Mm. Like, I, I, like when I was at uni, I went there for like cheap t-shirts and stuff. But I wonder if the generation who's at uni now, I wonder if they still do that, or I wonder if they're more inclined to get a cheap t-shirt off ASOS because they know it can come dead quick. Well, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? You don't have to leave your home. Um, what we're finding more and more in these lockdowns that we're having, you don't have to leave. I mean, I've said for a long time, I champion ASOS all the time. I know there's a load of crap on there, but there's also some really good stuff. Um, it's where I've gone for the for my last three coats that I love, and everybody always, where's your coat, where's your coat from? Do you know what I mean? Um, and I pay for the annual premium um, returns and next day delivery. And Tenor. Yeah. You literally cannot fault it. You order it like it, you know, as your dad says, when I'm browsing of an evening in bed, when I go and look at the new in on ASOS, and um, and then it comes the next day. I mean, it's it's a no brainer. It's all well packaged. Sometimes I think there's a bit too much packaging for what it is, but you know, as a as a big retailer, I'm sure they're conscious of that, and they're always working hard at how to improve that. Um, it's just a no-brainer, and I think those, you know, those sort of retailers who've proved that they can do it well, and the supply chain is still moving throughout these lockdowns, um, they're just going to get better and better at it. Uh, and yeah, I just think, I think Primark has it has its place, but I do think it's extremely short-sighted of it not at least to consider it. These press releases that it puts out, it's like it's all—they're almost going, no, no, not interested, won't be us. Mm. Um, and I just think they're wrong. Yeah, because, like, if you think of some of the recent stars that have gone in the last 10 years, mm. some of them you would people thought would be untouchable. I saw that they're closing Debenhams on Oxford Street. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, well, surely that's, like, one of the busiest ones. Well, what breaks my heart is that, is that top shop on Oxford Street going to go? Is it? I don't know because obviously when all that whatever's happening to all of all of that. Well, I thought London would be untouchable because like that's always busy. Mm. I think the rents are just horrendous, aren't they? I know there's been a few um, retailers this this week that have got buyers. I've heard. I think Bon Marsh, not not a place that I shop, but I think I'd heard somewhere and, and whoever, whatever other companies that. Owns. They've all been bought by somebody, so they've been saved. Arcadia or the Bon Marsh group? Bon Marsh, not Arcadia. Right. I thought Bon Marsh was owned by Arcadia. No. No. Um, but it breaks my heart to think there's a possibility that that iconic flagship store in Oxford Street, at the top shop, might not exist anymore because that's, you know, I think, I think top shop... I'm specifically talking about Topshop here. I can't. I can't speak for the rest of the Arcadia group, but I think Topshop lost its way a little bit. Um, you know, people who I've chatted to again, you know, competitors online like the likes of ASOS. Uh, Topshop just got really expensive and a bit too big for its boots, and the stuff wasn't that great. Mm. You know, really high price points for dresses. And and obviously there'll always be the the it dress of the season and um but as you know 
many, many years ago, I, I worked at Topshop before it was even the Arcadia Group. And I, you know, I loved the time that I spent there. It was exciting. It was fresh. It was always the place to go to. And whenever I go to London and I, and I go to the Oxford Street store, all of those feelings come back of, you know, the time that I spent working at Topshop. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's really sad. Even, you know, even the people, I guess, that are online at the minute have always got to be stepping up the game because you just, you just don't, you've always got to keep looking over your shoulder no matter what your business is. And I think, if anything, the last few years have proved that um, nobody is untouchable, are they? No. You know, sometimes it's a real shock on the news to hear, you know, who's gone. You know, you only have to look back at Woolworths. I mean, Woolworths was iconic. It's where, you know, kids of my generation went and spent the pocket money. Went and did, I remember going and spending my, probably I had about five or ten pounds back in the day to do my Christmas shopping and I went and spent there. The iconic pick and mix sweets, that's where all of that started. Um, whoever thought some, somewhere like that would go? But mm. they do, don't they? They do. Yeah. They do. Sadly. But yeah, I think it's an I think it's gonna I think a new boss will come in in the next few years maybe and because it all comes down from like what the directors, board of directors and uh, CEOs the are saying. As well, the shareholders have a lot. Yeah, and I just think eventually the someone there will be like, I think we need to do something. You wonder what sort of pressure shareholders would be putting on a, a business like a company like that though, because like, it depends. Kind of like some shareholders just kind of. They're all they're really bothered about is that they still get their shares of it. If you get me, yeah, no, but like you, the, you would be fu- thinking of future proof in that income, that investment income, wouldn't you? Well, some of them would, but I just think you can't actually say anymore. In a few years' time, we'll do this. If you don't move quickly these days, like you're likely to just be gone. But it does take a while. Like it will take a while for a big store like Primark to roll something out if they decided to. Well, they don't actually have to do it all in one go either, do they? I mean, they have got no. a site. Obviously, it's not transactional. But yeah. it's not like they have to do it all in one go. You can just do it in little bits. But can you imagine how excited their target audience would be if they even, you know, started selling a very small range, just like a, a weekly or a once a fortnight edit on their people would be over the moon, wouldn't they, I reckon? Yeah, yeah. It's all about giving your customers what they want. At the end of the day, it's not what you want as a business. It's what your customers want. And if you don't keep them happy, unfortunately, they vote with their feet and their wallets, don't they? Well, I just look at our generation of family and the only person that's still excited to go shop at Primark is my grandma. <laughs> so if that's replicated everywhere, let's say, like you can't be the only ones, then mm. like that generation eventually won't be here anymore. So what happens next for them? It's like a jumble sale. It's horrible. Like, honestly, the thought of, like... Oh, we've given too much time to Primark now. Can we move on? In, on a Saturday, avoid it like the plague. Yes. Right. Yeah, we can. Thank you. have said all of what you wanted to say. That's fine. Yeah. Yes, of course. I'm the matriarch. The next thing is what's happened in America. Donald Trump being... What, what do you keep looking at? Your brother's going to work. Oh, Bye. Off to earn your money. (laughs) Um, So the next thing was everything that happened in America, which then resulted in Donald Trump having his Twitter account suspended forever. So it was 12 hours. Then he came back on. And then... And then he was off again. Yeah. I've got my thoughts on this, but... I think... Twitter is a nicer place without him. But I also think if they're going to do it for one person, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel. Because, like, not everybody's got the platform that he's got. So when he says something like he did, he starts a riot. Whereas somebody who's got 30 followers who might say something horrific Mm. doesn't. Gonna, isn't going to start a riot or a domestic terrorist attack, which you could call it, really. So 
But then I'm like, well, they need to. There's some horrendous, horrendous of people on Twitter. I'm like, why are they still on? People say, oh, well, it's free speech, isn't it? But I don't, I don't get free. When people go out and say what I want, we live in a free speech country. Doesn't mean that. Doesn't mean you can just spout out things that are, are wrong. Well, you see, I'm not a great fan of Twitter. I don't spend a lot of time on it, as you know. Um, I know. I'll you, you bother this topic. Hey? I can tell you bother this topic. Oh, I'm just sick of Trump. I am just sick of him. Um, I, I just can't believe. I don't like, obviously, I don't like Trump. I'm not that great a fan of Twitter. I spend very little time on there. It's not a platform that I engage with. Um and I just can't – I know you're going to say, oh, here you go again. But when it was all happening, was it only last week? Yeah. <laughs> was it actually only last week? Last week? Yeah. I would have said the week before last, minimum. I thought it had gone fast for you. It has. This is what I mean about the slow, fast time. I would love if anybody else agreed with me about slow, fast time because it's a thing. It is a thing. I don't know whether that's the right terminology for it, and I'd love some scientist to tell me, oh, there's actually a name for that. But this is a thing. Slow, fast, slow, fast, fast, slow, fast, slow, however you want to say it. But one minute you're in a bubble and you feel like time is either passing slow or fast, the next minute it's speeded up. And, oh, it's weird. I feel like you could have a, a sort of some sort of science fiction movie based on it. Um, but anyway, I digress. Last week, it was only you telling me that's when it all happened, kicked off in America. I mean, that the news on that night when, as that was, you know, we were sat glued to the TV. I was really frightened. I was frightened for, you know, some of the friends that I've met on social who were living in the States. I was fearful for them. Um, and just fearful because that is, to me, the US of A has always been a beacon of, you know, being able to, to do what you want, be an entrepreneur, be this, be that. And it just feels like lately, obviously with the Black Lives Matter, I know we've got issues here as well, but obviously all of that that came out with that poor man dying, being murdered last year, um, and all of, you know, the subsequent Black Lives Matter movement, that is short for movement, Um and then this, and you just think, what the hell is going on there? I think I've said it before. When I was younger, you used to look back and you used to watch programs like the very first Baywatch and all of that. You think, oh, it must be an amazing place to live. And like, no, thank you. I wouldn't even want to go on holiday there right now at the minute. And I know mm-hmm. there's lots and lots of amazing American citizens. And, I, you know, I'm not wanting to tar anybody with the same brush, but they have some very, very deep, really, really terrible issues that they need to sort out. Their whole country is built on slavery. I mean, so was ours to an extent, but theirs is like, that's what it was built on. And I, but I just, like, people who were trying to say, equate what happened to the Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was mostly peaceful. And they no. were... No, hang on, hang on. They were mostly peaceful and they were protesting to have the same rights as everybody else. Whereas these people are just basically they're just white supremacists and they just oh, want exactly. I was I was ashamed on their behalf. Hmm. Uh, you know, that guy who looked like Jamiroquai stood in the middle of, you know yeah. Yeah. like as if he'd gone and put his flag on the moon, more or less, wasn't it? Um yeah. You just think to yourself, and and then I thought, so we've got all these shots of these people. I hope they, um, I hope they were all they've all been found and arrested. Like if that, and I just couldn't believe how it was allowed to roll out. Whereas if that what? if that had been if that had been you know the BLM thing, those people that have that have been so many shootings mm-hmm. and. Murders and all sorts of things, injuries, wouldn't they? If if that had been to do with BLM, mm-hmm. and yet those people were just allowed to just go into the White House, which is the place. Like it wasn't the White House. It wasn't the White House. Not the White House. Congress. 
Yeah. And you just think to yourself, how on earth have they even got in? I mean, the people who were thinking of blowing these places up must be thinking, oh, it's dead easy to get in there then, isn't it? Well, there was two bombs found. Was there? Two pipe bombs, yeah. You know, you're giving all those people a chance now to think, oh, so it's pretty easy to get in there then. Let's let's figure out what we can do then about that. Um, mm. And I, I just felt really saddened and really disappointed with the whole thing that it was allowed to to just keep you know as the evening progressed here watching it uh just just watching it allowed to keep happening like where was the police for all that time Mm, no meant to be one of the most secure um buildings on the planet all, all those people just being allowed and and like you know those pictures that then came out the next day of them all sort of celebrating the fact that they'd got through to that central place, whatever it's called. I'm like, well, you've got them all on camera, all on film. I hope you're going to find them and lock them up now. Because didn't I think, I think the guy who looked like Jamiroquai, he has been locked up and he's and he's uh, potentially will serve life in prison. Because didn't isn't that one of the things that Trump had t- tweeted about way back that that you know if you do anything against. That that you will get life imprisonment wasn't that a tweet? He's meant to be, he's meant to be all for law and order, isn't he? But then he incites a a, a riot. So. Well, it seems like he's getting his comeuppance finally, doesn't it? It does, but I don't think he's going to go quietly, and I don't think his family are going to go quietly. I mean, his son, his son on the stage up there. No, just because. Imagine me if I said to you, "Oh, nobody's listening to me, Declan. Get up there and tell them what for." That's what it felt like, didn't it? It felt and it felt like as if you'd come to me and go, "Shit, I'm not having that one. I'm going to tell them what I think." <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh, go on then." I'd be like to you, "Go on then, son. Go and tell them what you think." You know, let's start a riot. Like, can you imagine? Um, well, I know, but like, I think his family might, and obviously he's been impeached again. But whether he gets, um, what a strange man. What? A I know. Strange, what? What? How? How? You know, the history of it has, has unfurled. What a strange man. And what a way to be. I mean, it, it's all right saying you want to be remembered in history, but what a what a really sad way to be remembered for all of that. Really narcissistic. Yeah. Like, I've never known somebody more obsessed with themselves. It's mad. Mm. Do you know who was there talking about Real Housewives of New Jersey? You won't believe this. Go on, then. Remember Siggy? Yes. So she, I was looking at her Instagram the other day. She's a crazy Trump supporter. She's like one of these people who's like, believes the election was stolen, says all this stuff on Instagram, tells everybody. She she apparently was at the Capitol that day. So it just goes to show, it's not like these hillbilly, uneducated people. It's mm-hmm. like, it can happen... To anyone, apparently oh, there were like, I've seen doctors there and lawyers there, and like I mean, I've seen a lot of tweets about people saying, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't, you don't know what he's done for this country and all of that." Well, that's okay. That that's great. Yeah, if he has done some some good work for the country, but to be recognised as a narcissist and a trouble causer, and that that sort of wipes away all the good stuff you've done, surely. Oh, I would say so, yeah. You'd think so. With with somebody who's got any sense, wouldn't you? You'd think, well, I've supported him all this time and he's done some great work for the economy and all that, but that's unforgivable. Like, no, that's he's overstepped the mark there. He's lost my vote. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he seems to have this power over... Why well, I, I always think these, these, are great, um, these are great ideas for movies and books, you know, like... Or you find out that actually Trump was possessed. Oh, for God. Possessed. Well, Biden's inauguration's on Wednesday, and apparently there's the every Capitol building in every state has got loads of like troop there now, which is so sad. Well, I hope he's very well protected. But you know, he must feel he must feel crap, that man, mustn't he, coming in like this? Well, yeah, but I think he's quite a solid guy, so Mm. Like he, he doesn't let it phase him. I think he, I think he just thinks, oh, like bugger off, <laughs> do one, like, and I'll just, 
I'm the serious politician. I'll fix stuff. See what happens. Shall we move on? We should. We've given that man too much of our airtime. We won't need to give him too much more airtime because he'd be gone. Um, and I did uh, say, can I just ha- add on? Because when that all started happening, as you said, it was only last week. That's when I, I think I tweeted or I put on Insta about somebody like, please don't be surprised if the zombie apocalypse is next. For God's sake, you're upset. You always laugh at that, don't you? Um, you'll only be when a zombie's chomping on your leg. Or it won't chomp on my leg, I tell you. I'll throw somebody else a bone <laughs> burst. Um, hmm. No, but that's just how weird the world has become. Like all the things that we thought, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, could you imagine if that happened? Oh, no, it never happened. And here we are, some of the strangest, most bizarre occurrences in human history. Yeah. Hmm. Do you want to bring up your bar in quick Google My Business thing first then? Let's just yeah. like bring us back down to... Yeah, I was just, you know, obviously I, I reshared a really good article on um, LinkedIn the other day. Somebody had put, um, let me just find it. Just um, sing amongst yourselves while I find it. Why do you want me to talk to myself? Talk to yourself while I find it on LinkedIn, yes. Um, I'll just be... I don't really so I share, I reshared an article um, that I thought had real resonance for me um, one of the days this week, I think it was, uh, on LinkedIn. And I thought, yeah, that is absolutely spot on. Ten reasons to let employees work from home indefinitely. They get hours of their lives back by skipping the commute. They can mm-hmm. attend to household tasks that only take in a second, like accepting deliveries, etc., but which actually simplifies your life enormously. Less commuting is better for fuel consumption. You can hire people outside your normal commuting range. You can hire people who need to work from home, folks with limited mobility, social anxiety, etc., where their work is not, you know, they can still do the work, but just those things sometimes stop them from going to a place where there's lots of people. Um, the company saves a ton of money not renting office space. It lowers the risk of workplace violence and illness, makes confidential conversations, for example, with HR, much easier. Home is a more comfortable, productive workplace for many people and allows for more active physical activity, a five-minute stretch or cardio between calls, for example. Not every job can be done from home and not everyone wants to work from home, but still COVID-19 has shown us that many, many jobs can be performed from home. It's time for employers to step up, stop hedging their bets, advertising job openings as remote for now and commit to becoming work from home supporting employers from now on. The future is here. Um, And I thought that that... That woman, I'm coming into it, or was a perfect way to come into it. And I just thought, you know, that person there had described that so eloquently, how I feel about everything about working from home and being a remote team. So as we set set up our business as a remote first team, and when I shared it, I said, we will always, first and foremost, be a remote team. Um... That's not to say we won't ever have a hub where people can meet up, et cetera, et cetera, because you can't beat the social interaction and the excitement of knowing that you're all going to have a, a, a get-together, a meet-up. But for all of those reasons, working from home can be very, very productive. So tying that in with Google My Business, I was updating our Google My Business account this morning because we've had a few problems with it. And, <laughs> and- My problem. She means she deleted it I deleted by mistake. We, we had two locations, didn't we? And I deleted the wrong one. Um, Schoolboy error. But anyway, we won't cover that too much. Thank you, Declan. If I if I went on about all the mistakes you've made, we'd be here till the next podcast episode. So thank you. Um, but anyway, I was updating it, and it either gives you the option to not show an address or to show an address. And I thought, come on, Google. Don't you think it's about time you stepped up to the plate? You know, that, you know, many businesses 
do work from home, do have remote teams. There should be something in this Google My Business where you can state that. And so I wasn't going to bore you tons with it, Declan. I was just saying that these types of products, Google especially being the mammoth that they are, need to recognize that the world has changed. And so therefore, they need to change and update their products. That was it. To say what? To say that Google My Business needs sorting out. Just because yeah, you can't put... What? This business works from home? No, I don't mean that. So when you talk about local SEO, okay, let's... If you want me to dig in deeper, let me let me just tell you a little bit more about Google My Business and how it works. Look, oh, no, I want you to. So I'm going to... For the purpose of this conversation, I'm going to, okay? So... If you can't put your location in, your doesn't have to be a physical address, but it can be your location somewhere where your business operates from, okay? It means that Google My Business does not work properly as it should because it can't place you in a location. The only way it can work properly and give you the best benefit is if you put a full address in. So that's why I think it needs to change. I don't know how it should change, but I do think that Google and their products like this one needs to recognize that not everybody has a physical location and that shouldn't impinge how you are served to your potential customers. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. So I went a long winded way around, which is what I meant. What I was trying to do was give it a bit of a backstory rather than just be going, Google my business. I was trying to give it a backstory which I think I successfully achieved in the end. Mm, I do. Thank you. I get what you mean now. Because, yeah. yeah, it only serves, like, you only come up if you're in that near something. Like, it will be difficult, though, because obviously they do need to have some form of, like, geographical yeah, element. Yeah, so I think you should be able to put perhaps which town your business is based in do you know what I mean um so that you know if we were going to put leads in that you know we could potentially show for web developers software developers in leads for example there's a lot more to it than that there's a lot more nuances than that and much more you can do with google my business but I just think they also need to get with the program and understand that not every business has a physical location and not just leave it empty because that's the only other option you can have at the minute is just to leave it empty and obviously then you don't get served to anybody who's looking for your services potentially. I bet they will change it, you know. Well, they need to catch up, don't they? Yeah, I bet they will. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's try and keep this under an hour so we've got about seven and a half minutes left. Minutes. the last thing was just about there's the being the big tech expo, which I'm sure um, I guess it happened remotely, like a like a. Well, yeah, it depends when it happened. Recently, but I don't know where. Um, about smart. So I like this piqued my interest about smart pillows. But I was just thinking about more broadly. We could talk about how. Is everything does everything need to have a smart element in our lives these days? Oh, so this yeah. this pillow, all it does is it it's, it's a really big horrible square thing, like really quite, and okay. it like it monitors how much you're snoring and how comfortable you are, and if you're not, it like raises your pillow or lowers it to be at the exact high height. More time. Don't play the video. No, I'm sorry. Um, so, but so I was just like, "Why do we need?" And it and it can play white noise or music, which I thought that's all right. Oh, you'd love that. You'd want it singing like whales, wouldn't you? Well, I I just can't go to sleep in you silence. Have that relationship with your Google lady, then you'd just have it with your pillow instead, <laughs> wouldn't you? Play me some, yeah. play me some whale music, please, pillow. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like if if it um if it's a thing, is it the Internet of Things? If it's a thing, let's make it smart. Yeah. Hmm. Like, what's going to be next? Like, smart toilet roll. What would that do? I don't know. Like, yeah, sees, how, sees how dirty your bum is and like cleans it more. Oh, I think that's a bit. I don't know. I'm just trying to think like a really. 
really boring everyday things that like every like we've all got fitness trackers on now. Hmm. We've all got um well just all sorts, haven't we? We've all got lights that come on when you say Alexa turn on the lights and I just think do do we need all like what's the point in yeah, that? Some things some things are really clever and you wonder how you've ever lived without it. They used I can't think of its name. There used to be a brochure that used to come through the letterbox that had all of this crap for your house and your kitchen. It little inventions in it. Oh, is it oh don't want to diss them. Are they still around? Betterware. Betterware. Do you remember the Betterware catalogue? Yeah. Do you remember seeing that when you were a kid? It used to come through the letterbox? I think it's still done. Does it not still come? And it used to be full of stuff that you'd never heard of, but suddenly you thought, oh, I need one of those. Mm. Do you think this is all a bit like that, sort of the ne- the next level of all of that sort of stuff? If it's a thing and we can make it smart, then we will. It's like I could never get into, um, and obviously I don't, yeah, that's changed that as well. Salad spinners. Salad spinners. What's that? So you'd put your wet, well, back over in the day, you won't, you'll think this is freaky now. So back in the day, you used to buy your iceberg. Oh, and didn't you like get a string and it spun it? And you, no, no. You used to, so what you did with your iceberg lettuce is you'd take your pieces of iceberg lettuce up, you'd fill the sink, and you'd give it all a good wash in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. But then, obviously, it was very, very wet for your plate, so most people would just put it through a, a bit of um, kitchen towel or get a, a clean tea towel and pat it dry. But sometimes that wasn't dry enough. So what came? The Betterware catalogue. And what did it have in? A salad spinner. Yeah, and you used to. No, I'm right. You, you used to put it around. And it was like a centrifuge. It's yeah, all around. And it was the used... thing since sliced bread. But then no, what, just... came... <laughs> what came after that? Obviously, salad in bags. So you didn't need to wash. I used before. to use one where at work at the old restaurants I worked in, where you put it into it, then you pull a string, and then like the string would get it going, spinning. Oh, like a spinning top. Maybe I don't know what I mean. But but anyway, so then obviously, as I said, that things progressed and now salad comes in bags. I mean, you can still buy it. You can still buy a lettuce that looks like a lettuce that's been picked from the ground, obviously. Um, but I tend to buy it in bags now. Um, so you don't need the salad spinner anymore. But I guess that, that Betterware catalogue was full of things like that that you just thought... I thought you were, trying, you were talking about a smart salad spinner. Well, I don't know what would be a smart salad spinner, but obviously we can't go there because we have the bags of salad now. So you can't go backwards and say, oh, now I've got you a smart salad spinner. <laughs> but I was using it. I was using the Betterware business model as a as a, a starting point for saying they, they were like the internet of things without being the internet. Yeah. Um, so now this is what people will do now, won't they? It's like, how can we make that smart? It's a pity you can't do it with people. Is she talking again? Yeah. What she said now? Try testing me with some maths problems. Oh, I'm going to have a word with her. <laughs> I don't know what. Hey, Google. There's enough people butting my conversations without having her in the background. Oh, she's ready, is she? She's ready. (laughs) You're a gobshite, you, honestly. (gasps) We said we weren't going to be sweary anymore on these podcasts. When When did we say that? Well, I've said it in my head. I probably haven't told you. But when, when, so for the purpose of the listeners, we're busy refreshing our own website, thedigitalgene.co.uk at the minute. It should be live very, very soon. We're going to have a little hub in there, especially for the podcast. And I think what we'll have to do, Dex, if there's any that are a bit X-rated or sweary, you'll have to say in the notes on the page. Right. Because some people might be offended by us. Well, all the... How they could, I'll we'll never know, because we're both so cute and lovely. I put an explicit notice on from the 
from our hosting thing every time. Explicit. Just in case, well, yeah, because we swore. Well, right, Mum, if one thing could be smart, what would you like to be smart? Can we actually answer the what we were talking about? Have you got a thing? Uh, a smart. Oh, you haven't prepped me for this. Well, I don't know. You know what will happen? I'll think about it in the middle of the night now. But like some people do go for it more than others, though. Like some people have got the doorbell, like Alexa doorbells and stuff, doesn't it? Mm. I'm not like, even talking about things like that. What about some something? What about a quilt that can something. A bed that can make itself? Oh yeah. Pushes you out. Like good as me though. Just pushes you out of it. <laughs> right. My dad always says, "Oh no, if you ask your dad to do it, and I got you haven't done it right, I'll have to redo it." So why did you ask me? Nobody can do it the same as you, can they? So don't ask me. So I'd be having an argument with the smart, whatever it's called, saying you haven't done it right. <laughs> right, I think we're done. Oh, the cushions up, self-loving yeah. cushions. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. When you when you've got cushions on the sofa and the last one to leave it of an evening, you probably I've I've got a lot a lot lot more laid back as I've grown older. But you probably don't. I don't know whether you remember. I always used to say, "Whoever's last, puff the cushions up." Yeah. Yeah. You just. I feel like you just. No, I do. If you are coming to bed last, make sure yeah, you do you the. Went you went. Yeah. Well, it's not really. I, I don't. I don't recall you even saying that at all when I was at home for Christmas. I've said I don't do it anymore. Why not? You were listening to me. I've become so much more laid back as I've become as I've got older. Those oh, things right. don't happen to me anymore. An unpuffed cushion does not interest me one iota anymore. Just you two have sat on the sofa <laughs> that much. You can't even puff them up anywhere. I'm just. No, the actual cushions, not the seating bits. The, oh, yeah. the cushions that you like lay on as well. No, I'm not. I'm so less agitated about those type of things as I've got older. I used to be horrendous puffing them every five seconds. Oh, am I boring you now? No, you're just <laughs> going on. You asked me should be smart, and I said self-plumping cushions. <laughs> I said that? Oh. that three times. Self plumping cushions, self plumping cushions, <laughs> self plumping face. Oh no, that's not a good one. Can you imagine if it if it went into overdrive, you'd explode. <laughs> you'd have those cheeks like that woman who was she years ago. Hey, I'm trademarking it now. Smart fillers, smart fillers. Where you, yeah. where you get a little button when they, you know how sometimes, I don't know this because I don't have any. Um, Not but, yet. But you know when they say, oh, you have to go back every six months or two years or whatever it is. But yeah. You just get a little button and it does it for you. Mm. But then if you press the button too many times. <laughs> right, are we <laughs> We're not going to patent any of those. No, are think, we done? Do you think not? Do you think nobody will want those inventions? No. No. You should have given me much more time to think about it. Oh, sorry, I will. I forget you've got a lot of spare time. <laughs> right. Are we done? Thank you oh, for listening. It's been lovely having that with you. God. I mean, I know I see you every day. I say this every time recently. I know I see you on the work comms every day, but I just I like spending this time you got your head in your hands for? I tried to do the outro on you this time. And, and what's great this evening is we're going to... I can't get a word in anyways. Two hours, we're going to be doing it again, the Zoom part anyway, with the family. Oh, yeah. Yay! Hmm. What time... Oh, people don't need to know that, do they? What as if, as if people on me need to know. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's, do you want to show up yeah. in your diary? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this ep- episode of It's in the Jeans podcast. I thought you nodded the long. Oh. <laughs> 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 you can 
follow oh <laughs> you can follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Declan Williams underscore and Mum is at Before Enders. Why have you got an underscore one now? Because can't William, be scores. Every I can't not. Williams yeah. is so common. Oh no. Um, we're on It's In The Jeans pod. I'm Sinclair Williams, by the way. On Instagram, we are In The Jeans pod on Twitter, and you can follow our business at The Digital Gene across all platforms. Please like, share, and write review for this podcast. Use oh, the can I just say something before we go? Because I always say this, and 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 from a marketing perspective, you've always got to have a call to action and ask your audience for what you want. So I'm asking the audience for what we want. We want you to share the shit out of this podcast, right? That's where we word. Alert, alert. Share the shit out of this podcast because we're so amazing, right? Mum and son goals. And also to write a review. Don't just, it's a bit like, you know, when you don't vote and you think, oh, so-and-so will get in. It's a bit like that. Write us a review or else we'll disappear forever. I think maybe you should, we should, next time you should ask for reviews at the beginning. If you like. Because you're presuming that people get to the end of this. Right. You're right, Declan. That is a really good idea. I will remember that. I'll right. At the beginning. Oh, at the end. Share the shit. Oh, out of it. Not share the shit. Share the shit. Oh. Oh, what's going on? Get me off. Get me off. Pull me off. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. See you next. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <Bye. laughs> <laughs>